talking about off-market deals and he killed it. It was just uh, information overload. I don't think everybody realized all the stuff. Colorado real estate agents and brokers, are you interested in producing at a higher level? Of course you said yes. So Colorado Brokers Association is the place to be. They offer free CE credits as well as high level networking happy hours. You're going to find the link to this great resource in today's show notes. Enjoy the podcast. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Adams, and today I'm joined with a special guest, Nate Robbins. And Nate uh, is an acquisition manager for an awesome company that has some systems. So we need to pick his brain so you can get the systems too. Nate, uh, how'd you get into real estate? Man, well, first off, let me just say super excited to be here. Uh, this is my very first podcast of all time and I'm happy it's with you. Uh, <laughs> it, was great meeting you. it was great meeting you in Denver and uh, I think it's really cool what you're doing out there. So uh, appreciate the opportunity to, to hang out with you guys for a little bit, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's our pleasure. You guys are doing big things and so uh, we're happy to have you. Dude, would love to have you come out sometime and love to show you in person. But uh, uh, yeah, I love what I do, love the company I'm with. And so how I got started is, uh, to be honest with you, I should not be here right now. There's no way this should have happened. So uh, previous to real estate, I was in the financial services industry and uh, kind of having moderate success with that, you know, climbing the ladder and really just kind of came to this uh, existential crisis in a lot of ways. So I uh, kind of hit a rough patch at work and simultaneously had a really good friend of mine uh, almost pass away. And so drove over to sit with him in the hospital, spent two nights in the hospital with him so his family could go and actually get some rest. And as I was laying there in the middle of the night, hearing the, all the beeps and literally this guy, like my friend was literally hours away from death. Like he, he shouldn't even live. Uh, I really kind of had to do some, a lot of introspection on like, what am I doing with my life? And I looked at the trajectory, uh, it, at my current job. And I just said, I'm not able to spend time with my friends. I'm not even able to spend time with my family and the way I want to, I can't live life on my terms. So no matter what they paid me, I'm still stuck here at this desk, no matter what. And so right about that time, uh, I randomly helped this guy at the, at the bank. So I was mm -hmm. working with private clients. So I wasn't supposed to pull people from the lobby. And this guy comes in, I was kind of in a funk and I was like, I'm just going to go help this guy. And, uh, this guy's name was tall Yarber and, uh, he's the owner of our company. And so I pulled this guy out of the lobby more out of frustration than anything. And I sit down and I'm helping him with some business stuff. And I'm like, man, you're, you're like a really cool guy, man. Like, what do you do? And he goes, well, I'm in real estate. And, and I said, you know, I've always been interested in real estate. I bought Carlton sheets when I was 18 and then I did nothing with it. Uh, and he's like, well, let's, let's grab coffee. And so kind of delayed on that. And that one thing led into another thing. And after about two months of conversation, he's like, uh, I could really use someone like you on our team. Uh, what do you think about that? And I kind of had that moment where I was like, I was really scared to leave the 401k. So even though I was miserable, I was afraid to leave the 401k, the benefits, all that kind of stuff. And I just said, I kind of came to that point of, I knew on my deathbed, I'd always wonder what if, what if I didn't take this choice? Like what would happen if I did? And I, you know, I, I missed it. And the what if was a bigger 
uh, I was more scared of not knowing what if than the scare of leaving the safety cord of, you know, the, you know, well, however safe for 401k and, you know, your, your, your uh, benefits are. And so, yeah, man, I, uh, about that, I took, took the opportunity and he's like, well, we'll give you a 90 day challenge or a 90, not 90 day challenge. We'll give you a 90 day contract. And so I left my, my career for a 90 day contract. And then he pulled a bamboozle on me and he says, well, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to come work for me, by the way, if you ever meet Tarl, don't tell him what you're afraid of. Just don't. <laughs> I, I made the casual mistake of telling him I was afraid of heights and skydiving. And so part of my 90 day contract is he forced me to go skydiving, which is, it was an amazing experience. So anyway, that's the, that's like the, the short version of, uh, of how I got into real estate, man. So I just kind of had this happenstance conversation with Tarl Yarber and, uh, haven't looked back since, man. I love it you had always wanted to do this and mm-hmm. you, you saw an opportunity and a lot of people do see that opportunity, but they don't take that extra time that you did to say, you know, what would it be like when I'm on my deathbed to go say I either did or didn't. And that kind of pushed you over the edge. I like that a lot. So you're in acquisitions. Mm-hmm. What's your, what is your job? What's uh, acquisitions manager doing for Charles Yarber? So, yeah. Uh, so my job is really to uh, network a lot. Um, so previous to me coming on with the company, uh, our acquisitions process was strictly networking. So we network with a lot of wholesalers. We run a meetup. Um, oh, by the way, your meetup is pretty legit, man. If you have 200, <laughs> if you have 200 plus people, or I mean, if you have hundreds of people coming out weekly, uh, we, we have a meetup that comes once a month and we'll have about the same amount of people. So, uh, the fact that you're able to do that. So, um, is, One, is pretty great. Let me interrupt you because guess, uh, what just happened? I'm sorry uh, for no. this plug, but, uh, meetup headquarters just gave me, uh, uh, just contacted me last week. Yeah. And apparently. So I are, I knew we were the highest attended meetup in Colorado, but what I didn't know was with. 4,000 RSVPs a year that put yeah. us at, uh, in, in the top 150 of the world. So no way out there. I'm like speaking and teaching people how to do meetups, uh, in about a month on the 27th of April in do that. New York. So it'd be kind of fun. Just, uh, yeah, I like, I love doing meetups. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun and like what you do for networking, that's your, that's your job. And, and I'm lucky enough to make it my job. Like everybody else kind of focuses on the other stuff. But anyway, enough about me. But what you brought up uh, made me a little excited because there's some new, uh, new uh, things happening with that. So, No, I think, uh, I think that's really, really amazing. And congratulations on that. And I think, I think anybody who's been in real estate a long time realizes that relationships, networking, that is really the key to success. I I've seen a lot of guys that started at the same time as me get plugged in, stay networking, and they've grown and are still in it. And the people who kind of flake out and, I mean, you can still do stuff on your own. That's fine. But I find that the people who stay plugged in, stay connected, uh, really f- are able to stay the long term. And mm. so I think, it's, I think it's great what you're doing if you're creating that community. And I mean, that's something that we're trying to do the same way. Definitely not at your level. Um, Although I think if Tarl hears this, he's going he's gonna to have to, we're going to have to pick your brain and see, see what we can do. But, um, but uh, I mean, that's, that's a lot of what we do as well is networking. How do we help people? How do we you know, encourage each other? So that was the big process. And then we just recently, um, well, not just recently, uh, it's been a little while now, have started our own direct mail campaign and, mm. and things like that as well. So let's, uh, let's go into your meetup. 
Let's talk yep. a little bit about that. So what city is yeah. it in for the listeners in case they're close? Yep. So we're in the Seattle area. We actually meet at Renton Technical College. Um, you can find us on meetup.com, uh, fixated on real estate. And so we're, we meet once a month um, and we'll have anywhere from 150 to 200 people. That seems to be awesome. growing. So wow. yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. We're talking mandatory networking. You don't come to our meetups just to sit on the, sit in the seat and just do nothing. Uh, if you can't uh, meet somebody or do business there, it's because you're, it's you're not trying. Um, and so we'll, and then we'll just have some incredible speakers come in. We're talking real stuff, no guru crap. It's just, yeah. Hey, here's some real stuff, real people doing it. We just had uh, our good friend, Elliot uh, Smith come in talking about off market deals and he killed it. It was just uh, information overload. I don't think everybody realized all the stuff that came in. So it's <laughs> hardcore teaching, hardcore networking, and uh, really just straight up, no, no BS, man. It's just, hey, let's, let's really work together to, to succeed. So yeah. I really enjoy it. That's really good. And thank you for sharing that. And I, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard for some people to get 150 RSVPs like for the whole year. And you guys are killing that every single month. That's, that's, pretty legit so seattle if you guys are in seattle definitely look up fixated on real estate on your meetup group and and start uh networking with nate and tarl and all these other giants over there yeah well and if, if it's all right to plug this uh we yeah. have a huge we have a huge real estate expo coming up in april and so the expo is kind of a uh a byproduct of our our meetups and so we're gonna have in at, at the end of april april 27th to the 29th uh, here in Bellevue, which is basically just east of Seattle a little bit. Um, and we're going to have like 600 people there. We're going to have 55 vendors. It's going to be a three-day massive event, but same kind of concept of no guru BS. It's nice. just real people doing real stuff and um, and just incredible networking. So anybody who's welcome to come to that, I'd love to extend a personal invite. We'd love to have everybody out there for that as well. Awesome. We'll hook it up. So uh, people can come out to that event. It sounds like a really good one. So yeah, um, yeah. let's talk about the system. So you're the acquisition yep. manager, um, which means you bring in the properties, you network with the other people. Um, what systems do you have in place to make your job easier? Yeah, so we, we utilize a couple different things. Uh, we have a company that handles all of our, our marketing, right? So they handle the campaign, getting mm -hmm. out the letters every month. And so um, I would highly recommend that. So well, who, uh, we, who do you guys use? So we, we use open letter marketing. Uh, we have a combination of call. We use call rail for our call systems. Mm -hmm. And then we have Podio to, as our CRM to track leads, uh, seller notes, things like that. Let's, and so let's, it's a Let's yeah. uh, talk about uh, call rail a little bit and then mm -hmm. we'll talk about Podio. So yep. um, we use call rail. Uh, we just have maybe like a 10 numbers that we've been using. Uh, yep. Talk to us a little bit more about how you use your call rail. How many numbers do you all have? Um, and do they go out on different platforms? Uh, do you track this? Do you track that? Yep. Okay. So tell us a little bit more. Uh, so, <clears throat> so we have not, uh, in full disclosure, we have not done enough internet marketing. And that's where I feel like I need to spend more of my time. Uh, so we have basically two numbers. We have our, our direct mail number. Mm -hmm. And then we have our online marketing number. Now I've seen different people use it for different numbers for different campaigns. So let's say you're mm -hmm. hitting a, uh, absentee owner, whatever list, and then you have your, uh, probate list. You can use different numbers for that to help better track what's coming in. 
Um, and so, but as long as you're doing something, even like we're having really simple, we only have two numbers. So it's mm-hmm. really, really simple. But, um, but my, it'll come up on my phone as, Hey, direct mail campaign, online okay. you know, call, you know, however it is like that. So, so you won't, you won't technically have the person's phone number, uh, right off that first call. It'll, it'll show you instead, it'll show you what number they're calling. Uh, yes, it'll, it'll basically, it'll come as a call rail, but then I have, uh, call rail does a thing where you can do a whisper. So it'll, it can whisper to you as soon as you pick up, like call from mm. or whatever like that. Okay. But I, I recognize the number that comes from call rail. So mm. I already know that it's going to be a seller, uh, yep. no matter what. And so that's where I, I can step out. I recognize that number because you can also, if I believe, if I remember this correctly, you can also set it up. So you just see the seller's number mm-hmm. and I don't want to do that because it then yeah. it just looks like whatever. I want to know that this is a seller calling me yep. so I can take that call um, yep. as long as I see it. So, yep. um, so yeah, you can do a lot of different stuff with call rail and there's other systems out there. I, we just, it was call rail was recommended. And so that's what we use. And, uh, yeah, it works great for us. And, uh, as far as Podio goes, um, do you know if you guys use a paid version of Podio, um, or a free version? And the second part is, uh, did you guys create your own CRM or did you pick one of the plugins? <laughs> yeah. Uh, great questions. We're using the free one right now. Um, and, uh, we built our own, we built our own deal. So uh, when you, if you were to look at my CRM with all our seller leads, we did it. It is super basic. So okay. I know you, I, I've toyed around with the idea of actually paying somebody to like talk me through this and get a better mm-hmm. system. Um, but we've had a couple of meetings about it and I feel like it works well for us and what we need right now. Um, but I know you can go out there and you can get plugins and you can get, you can hire VAs to create a whole different platform set up for you. Yeah. Um, but you, whatever it's call rail or, um, or excuse me, whether it's Podio or whatever else, you just need something that's tracking mm-hmm. your leads. And I know, I know for a fact I've lost deals because I didn't follow up. Uh, but you can actually connect call rail into Podio. So whenever I get a call, it directly comes into uh, call uh, Podio, mm-hmm. and basically that lead is cop. So then, basically, you just translate your notes into that. You can set mm-hmm. up the whole profile. So I want to know: uh, is it a hot lead? Is it a cold lead? Like if somebody um, is kind of a looky loo, I might just make them a cold lead. You know, and I'll just kind of follow up with them every six months. Uh, I want their name. I want their address. I want their email. I want their phone number. I want notes as much as possible on the property and what their reason is for calling. So mm-hmm. it gives you that. If I call and I find out something new, there's a, there's a, uh, a thing for that as well. Um, so those are the things that I really, really need to have in the setup, how it looks. Uh, basically, I have it, if it's a hot, medium, or cold lead, that's right off the front. Uh, I also want to know if it came through networking. I want to know if it came through our, uh, what do you call it? Uh, mail campaign, or I want to know if I got through door knocking, mm. right? So you want to be able to track where you're getting your most leads. We're pretty balanced right now. Uh, for a while, it was pretty heavy on door knocking, and then it, it's just kind of evened out. But I want to be able to go to Toral and say, hey, this is how, this is where we're finding more success. We need to put more effort or money here. Yeah. So those are the things I would include in that. And then it goes their name, phone number, email, address, all that kind of stuff. A lot of those points are very important. Um, first off, you, you talked about needing to follow up. And you always hear the fortunes in the follow-up. And I, I mean, I can uh, agree with you. I've had tons of, of leads just die and not turn into anything that may have 
I mean, I actually think if I would have followed up a little bit more, it would have been better. So uh, part of having a CRM is what allows you to make sure you're following up, right? Yep. Uh, and uh, as far as you guys tracking everything that's coming in, I think that's important for the listeners to understand. I mean, this is a, a company that's doing big things right here. And so th they're paying close attention is did this come from my knocking? Did this come from, I, I think you said, uh, my mail campaign or through networking, right? And so that way you can understand, like Nate said, he knows exactly what deals are coming where and where they need to put more money, more time, more focus. And that's the real magic, guys, of, of using a CRM, having these systems in place. Uh, because if you're tracking it, that's when you, you know what you could capitalize on. Yeah. So what other, what other, um, do you guys have a VA a virtual? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually just got one. And cool. so we're using that. And so we're trying to implement her into not only data mining, but also a lot of some other stuff in our business, uh, you know, sending out emails like, so yeah, we're, we've actually just started using one and it seems to be going really well, but that would be a good question for Tarl. Cause I don't really handle that other than saying, cool. Hey, here's what I need you to look up. Could you, could you do, you scrub these lists for me? So, yeah. Yeah. And you know what, we'll probably, we'll probably bring, uh, we'll bring him on and go even more into depth on some of the systems. Um, yeah. As far as why don't you teach us a little tick trick uh, tip or trick on basically how to sell uh, when you're talking to somebody, uh, you're obviously really good at approaching somebody and, and having a conversation with them and making it just really easy. How do you do that? What could, uh, excuse me, what tips could you share with the listeners that would benefit them on your, the acquisition side? You're very kind. I actually stutter a lot, so it's really hard too. for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, I think uh, I, I mean, I've learned this uh, from a number of guys, and I think the biggest thing is you just have to care about the people that you're sitting in front of. Mm. Just care. Ask a lot of questions. Mm. Ask more questions. And I think it depends on where you're at in the sales process, but I think if you can demonstrate that you actually care about solving their problems or helping them find a solution, and if you actually can understand what they're up against, yeah. that's going to give you a lot of leverage to actually get the sale done. Um, okay. And so I think if you can, I mean, ask a lot of questions. Okay, well, you need to move by this point. Well, why? Uh, you know, uh, I had one gal, I had one gal that she adopted me as her grandson. I adopted her as my grandma. So that's how like I would go, I still go over there. I'm actually going to go over there today and see hi, say hi to her. Um, and it was one of those things that she wouldn't, she wouldn't sign. She wouldn't sign the paper. She wouldn't mm. sign the, the purchase and sales agreement. And so I'm like, I'm like, I call her mama Stewart, mama Stewart. Why what's going on? And she, she would kind of hem and haw. And what I found out is that her son, her son was actually the one renting the property that we were going to buy. Mm. And she was afraid that we were just going to kick him out on the street. And I'm like, Mama Stewart, you have to understand, we're not going to put him on the street. We'll make the timeline work so he has time to get out and find a place to stay. And yeah. at that point, she's like, okay. And then she signed. So I think if you can understand what's really going on behind the scenes, yeah. and if they really know that you care, that's if you can get to those two, that you're going to be uh, way ahead on, on sales and getting the, getting the deals done. A lot of other people, if they're not good at doing the sales, they might not ask. They might just be like, oh, I've lost her. I don't know why and, and leave, but you took the time. How do you show, Nate, how do you show somebody that you care? Gosh, I never really thought about that. 
<clears throat> I'm genuinely interested in people. Mm -hmm. So like if you, and I hate talking about myself. So, uh, so the thing is like, if, if I were to meet you for the first time, I would ask you a ton of questions about yourself. I feel like I've had enough life experiences that eventually I'm going to find a common point mm. and I'm going to build on that. Yeah. And so I think just if you can be genuinely interested in people, uh, I think that really demonstrates, Hey, like, okay, they're interested in me and actually listen and actually follow up questions like, Oh wait, I went to this school. Oh no way. What was that? Like, what'd you get your degree in? Mm. Do you still use that degree? Like, uh, yep. you know, yeah. What made you get into podcasting or what made you get into meetups? Like, how did that work out? Got to like, wow. You know, what are you looking for? You know, if yeah. you show, if you show interest in somebody, I think that that build, that goes a long way to building, um, building like that idea that they, you actually care about them. Kind of sounds like the, the questions and the care kind of go hand in hand. If you care, you naturally will ask questions is almost what I'm hearing you say. Or if you're an introvert and you hate talking about yourself, then that's <laughs> the other good thing. Right. So, uh, like legit, uh, I, I just, I, I really, I really don't enjoy it. Like I'd rather put the focus on you. And so because of that, I think it's maybe, maybe that's a little bit easier for me just to be like, oh, let's keep talking about you, man. So, okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Well, so you said you do some door knocking and, uh, mm -hmm. I've tried it. It's terrible. So <laughs> when you go do your door knocking, how do you, how do you approach somebody? Like, what is the first thing you say when you're, uh, when somebody answers the door? bring the reason why straight off the bat. So like when I was working at the okay. bank, I'd say, Hey, Adam, this is Nate over here in this blank, blah, blah, blah. Uh, how are you today? And you'd say, fine. Again, the same thing. Your walls are up. Like, mm. why the heck are you calling me? And I'd say, Adam, uh, you say, oh, I'm fine. Great. I'm glad to hear that. Adam, the reason for the call is I was noticing you're getting a fee on your account and I don't know, were you aware of that? No, I wasn't aware of that. Well, that's why I wanted to call you directly. And it's an easy fix. Would you mind coming in for an appointment this day or this day? Yeah. So it's value right off the bat. This is why yeah. I'm calling. So it's the same thing when you're knocking on the door. Hey, Mr. Smith, whatever. Uh, you know, my name's Nate. I'm with this company. Uh, I am. I noticed your house over here. And I'm just curious if you'd be open to an offer on the house. That's Perfect. why I'm here. Okay. It's direct. It's not salesy. It's just, yep. that's it. I love it. I, I like that simple approach a lot better than... Uh, than the alternative and definitely getting to the point. You're right. That is the first thing that really somebody's, they're either like, I want to get off this phone call or, okay, what is he calling for? And how long do I have to sit through a pitch before I know? <laughs> right. Right. So that's, yeah. that's really good. So are you ready for the final five? Absolutely. Let's do it. So what's the most <laughs> creative deal you've ever done? I have to go back to mama Stewart, honestly. And I think it was just a, a matter of, building a solid really it wasn't really creative it was just i actually cared about her i talked to her i helped her with some other of her, her mortgage needs and um the cool thing is so we ended up buying a rental property to help save her personal house and um that was a long process got through some objections i then helped her get in contact because she needed to restructure her mortgage so she could actually afford to live she's on a fixed income she needs to stay in her, her main house and so had the long conversation, got her a fair offer on her house. She was super pumped about that. Found a really uh, option for her son who actually ended up moving in with her, which was actually a good thing at the time and uh, continued to follow up with her, like uh, helping her with the mortgage stuff and just checking in with her. Uh, she calls me and says, Hey, I'm praying for you. Thanks mama Stewart. 
Um, and then uh, the cool thing is now she just called me uh, a couple weeks ago and was like, hey, I need to sell my, my, my personal house. I need to move out. I'm tired of this thing. And so now we have the opportunity to now buy her, wow. uh, her personal residence as well. That's and amazing. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool. So I don't know if it's super creative, but um, that's probably one that stands out as being like, hey, consistently caring, consistently being building relationships. And now we have an opportunity to buy a second house from her. Yeah. All right. Let's see. So you already said, you already said a book. Uh, will you repeat that book real fast for us? Uh, yeah. The if you're in, if, yeah, if you're into sales, Way of the Wolf by Jordan Belfort is really good. Uh, there's a couple of those actually good books if you, okay. if you guys want those. If, you, if you're into sales, like Never Split the Difference is another good one. Perfect. I and like that pit, one. Yeah, yeah. And then Pitch yeah. Anything was highly recommended to me. And that's also really good about frame control and, and dealing with personalities and stuff. So those would be like the top three. I don't know. You only asked for one. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. I'm ruining, uh, I'm ruining your, your famous five, man. I'm sorry. The famous five. It's the final five. Final you, five. You are ruining it. All right. Damn. So, so where were you, Nate, five years ago? And where will you be in five years from now? Where do you expect to be? Uh, yeah, five years ago, I was in the financial services industry, really wrestling with all of that, even at the beginning, um, even at that time ago. And five years from now, Man, uh, I want five years from now, I will be in a position where I work because I want to, not because I have to. That's just the way it's going to be. So uh, I've kind of set a goal that I'm, I'm 30, I'm almost 38, man, almost 38. Awesome. Uh, by, the by the time I'm 40, I'm going to be in the best shape of my life. Uh, and I'm going to be in the best financial shape of my life where I work because I want to, not because I have to. Perfect. Is that kind of, is that? Yeah. No, that's great. That's too, you. too Thank big. You for sharing. No, that's good. Uh, what's your favorite way to give back? not to plug the, the expo again, but we have a couple of charities that we're going to, uh, well, one, we're in the final stages of negotiating for this, but um, we're going to be bringing in a charity that I hope we have a long-term relationship with uh, as well for either wounded warriors, or it's going to be something to deal with um, combating human trafficking. So, oh, good. Um, yeah. So I, I definitely think it's important to give back. And I think especially within most real estate communities, we have so much resource. We have so much, uh, we have the ability to really make a positive change that um, this is actually a question that uh, we've been wrestling with as a company. Um, and then I have a couple key friends that we've also been talking about the same thing of being very intentional uh, about say like once a quarter, like finding a mama Stewart who can't do anything with their house and then just coming in, renovating it, getting donations, totally renovating the house and then, um, you know, blessing them in that way. So um, that'd be something that's all that's, that's in the pre pre phase. So, um, nothing Great. yet, but I, I, I can see that as being a way to give back as well. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's awesome. Uh, the last question, how do people reach out to you? How do they find you online or get a hold of you if they have more questions? Yeah. Um, I, I think the best way would probably find us, uh, follow our Facebook page. I'm really bad on the personal Facebook. However, okay. if your listens will, uh, find it's just Nathan Robbins. Uh, on Facebook. And if you just send me a message, Hey, I heard you on the podcast. I will definitely add you as a friend, but I'm really bad on my personal page. Uh, our, our business page fixated real estate uh, is probably where I do most of our social media and stuff. You'll see all our antics, uh, all our before and afters and things like that. Uh, I'm on bigger pockets, which I'm getting better at being intentional about. Um, I think that'd be another way to, to do that or um, just Nate at fixatedrealestate.com.
Thanks for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. If you got value out of today's episode, we'd really appreciate it if you take the time to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, think outside the box.